Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Gossip Girlies. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And you know, this comes to no surprise to anyone. We're going to start out with Real Housewives Gossip. Because, I mean, they got so many damn franchises. There's never a shortage of gossip. Um, but also, I mean, that's it's such a, it's such a pillar of who we are. Exactly. As gossip girlies. So. It is who I am. I am a real housewife. That's what we're, I like to believe. We're not a real housewives podcast, but like we are. Right. <laughs> it fits to the theme. So I um actually received this article from a listener miss carly thank you for sending us this hot information so if you are a fan of the real housewives franchise and have not watched ultimate girls trip especially the ex housewives one you're really missing out it's such great tv you see some of your favorites that you haven't seen in like years like they brought back phaedra jill zarin eva and everyone's favorite, Miss Brandy Glanville. <laughs> and tell me why I just got her and Candy confused. And I was like, what? I love Candy. <laughs> no, Candy is still very much on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. There are rumors that Brandy is coming back, though. So I don't know if that's been mm-hmm. confirmed or not. Um, I really feel like the Real Housewives franchise feels like they just have to like spice everything up. Right. Um, there's even talks about just doing a whole new Rony cast. And I just, I cannot support Bravo in that decision. But unfortunately, I have no say in the matter. However, this news is about Brandy Glanville. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're doing a new season of Ultimate Girls Trip. And they're apparently in Morocco. And so one of the OG New Jersey housewives, who I miss dearly, Miss Caroline Manzo, was also on this Ultimate Girls trip with Brandy. I'm assuming it's a ho- ex-housewives edition because, again, neither of them have been on any of the recent seasons. But according to sources, they, I guess you would say that Brandy has been asked to leave the trip and Caroline decided to leave the trip. Has been... Who asked her to leave? The Bravo executives. (gasps) That's not good. Yes. She must have really crossed the line. It seems so. So if you've ever seen Brandy on Beverly Hills or on Ultimate Girls Trip, she gets plastered. And even when she's not plastered, she's like nuts. Um, But she does get very... um, handsy very physically touchy and so according to the article I read she was kissing Caroline multiple times even after she you know explained to her like don't do that like you're making me feel uncomfortable like you're crossing some physical boundaries here um apparently what happened was I guess the producer's brought it to the attention of the executives and they ultimately decided to have Brandy leave. Um, She did apparently, or I guess I should say allegedly um, apologize via text to Caroline, (laughs) but clearly it wasn't enough. So So it it wasn't just the producers. These are Bravo executives that made this decision. Like you got to go. Wow. They they brought it to their attention. I guess, honestly, probably reluctantly or 
I mean, I guess maybe a lot of the housewives were just like, you know, she finally has crossed too big of a of a line mm-hmm. and we need you to report it. But allegedly, neither of the women knew that the producers were doing this. Um, again, asked Brandy to leave. And Caroline said that she made the decision to leave the show on her own to, quote, process the situation outside of a reality TV environment. Interesting. Interesting. So, it will definitely be um I feel bad for Caroline. I really liked Caroline on Real Housewives in New Jersey. She is the epitome of a Jersey mom. Oh, like, in a good way or a bad way? Um both. Okay. Like if you cross her kids, like that woman would come kick your ass. Yeah. Um but she's also like a homemaker and just so sweet and you know has that like jersey accent and she's just very cute but like could kill you is she also catholic af they probably are i don't remember them speaking too much about religion when she was on there um that's just kind of what i picture is like she will kick your ass but also she will be in mass on sunday right she will pray to god after or 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 maybe they're not catholic you know whatever spirituality she holds yes i don't know Yes, but, you know, very much like her daughter, like, when she got married, like, went all out, like, very mothering to her sons, almost to a fault, you know, like, very typical Jersey mom. Yeah. Um, And so it is not surprising to me that it it got escalated because of how Caroline is as a person mm-hmm. and how Brandy is as a person. <laughs> Now, do I feel bad for Caroline? Yes. Am I also extremely excited to see it on television? Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. Am I, <laughs> I mean, this is obviously a, a much bigger issue of like consent and like sexual assault and like unwanted advances. But I mean, they were doing this to be on television. So yeah. yeah. I just am like really ready to see like, you know, I could see because she is so like, she's also Italian. I feel like that probably didn't need to be explained. Could have gone without saying, but thank you. So, you know, she is very Italian, very conservative, very traditional. So I can only imagine how she reacted to these advances. And I am interested to see, um, I don't want to defend Brandy because, you know, I don't know what happened, but I am interested to see if it really was that deep or if it was just really that deep for Caroline, which she's entitled to her own feelings and things like that. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see truly how inappropriate Brandy was. So their Real Housewives careers are not over. Is that right? It, I mean, there are some people who were on the last ex-wives trips that they are bringing back. So I don't know if this is like an opportunity that maybe some of the girls are taking to hopefully be brought back or if it's just they thought it would be fun because there are some of them that, you know, very much are like, I don't want to be back on the show, but I thought that it would be fun to do this. Like Miss Phaedra, for instance, were you the one who told me she was going to be on Married to Medicine? Yes. Yes. Which makes me want to watch the show now because I... Phaedra really did candy dirty. We all know this. And it was inexcusable. It really, truly was. Lying about date raping and sex dungeons 
it's yes. not it's not a good idea and we shouldn't do it but man do I love Phaedra oh man she just and I feel like she's changed a lot I think she learned a lot from that experience and uh I would love to see her on TV again all I can rem- remember about her is that she did not know when her due date was on like season one of Atlanta she and they lied about it girl and they're like that was such a weird situation oh my god so weird so weird we all know it's like Phaedra we get it your parents are pastors you're very religious you and your man Apollo had intercourse before you were married and now all of a sudden this dude who literally is now an ex-convict had to marry you and you were alleging that y'all got pregnant you were like oh we must have got pregnant literally the day we got married that was still not the right time I'm sorry (laughs) Like they do not induce birth at like 26 weeks. Literally what she was trying to make people think. She was like, my baby's so big at 26 weeks. The doctor said, we're just going to pop him out right now. And everyone's like, are you like, like, have you literally convinced yourself that this is true? And you think the rest of us will believe it? Or do you think we're that dumb? So now, of course, because she's going to be on Married to Medicine, she is no longer with Apollo. Is that right? Oh, no. that She divorced him while he was still in jail. Oh, okay. Or prison, actually. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah, let me correct that real quick. But what he's do- a model now. Uh, like, Well, he's out, I'm assuming. Yes, he is out. He's a model now, allegedly. Um, He modeled in, gosh, was it? Oh, in the she by Sheree fashion show of course of course and I'm just like okay are you actually a model because do they hire ex-felons to model maybe that's just something that Sheree is doing to promote inclusivity and you know life after incarceration I don't know that doesn't really seem to be her style but I think she was just being shady and was like me and Phaedra aren't friends anymore so you should come model at my fashion show but that's neither here nor there it's probably like 85% that and then 15% like everyone deserves a second chance kind of thing. Perhaps. So from one hot glass of tea to the next, I hear that there are some accusations of infidelity going around in Potomac. Can you please yes. fill me in on that? Yes. First and foremost, I will say it again. I will say it till the day I die and take my last breath. Real Housewives of Potomac is the best franchise ever. And you know how much I love Atlanta. So if I'm saying that, it's really just top tier. So not the newest episode, guys. So don't come for me. I haven't seen the newest episode that just came out this Sunday. But in the last episode I saw, so I guess it's two weeks now, Miss Karen Huger got upset with Robin because she called her a bullshitter. And she felt like she was attacking her character. So she just came out and said that Juan, Robin's husband now, but then just fiance, baby daddy, ex-husband status, was reportedly going around Georgetown holding hands with this blonde woman that Karen (laughs) says looked just like her. I'm like, so you're telling me Juana's out there dating a almost 60-year-old woman that looks like you? That's interesting. So, okay. Let me get this straight. So he's 
all but like she saw him walking around holding hands right is that is she insinuating that there was also something like more physical there or she literally just saw them walking on the street yes so of course karen huger did not see them someone told her about this um and you know some of the other girls you know said like oh yeah i've heard that too um but yeah that's what she i think she was maybe trying to like hurt robin more because you know women tend to be more upset about like an emotional vibe i would guess and so she was trying to make it seem like oh they're out in public just holding hands and being so sweet and lovey-dovey to each other um he's emotionally cheating exactly which i mean if they're out there holding hands in public we in first of all in georgetown that's down the street bro like (laughs) come on you saying like go somewhere like further away yeah like go to a different state yeah where people especially if you're juan dixon married to robin dixon of real housewives of potomac <laughs> like you can't just be doing this where literally in potomac <laughs> exactly as if she doesn't have an international fan base like so really you're probably not safe anywhere mm-hmm. um but right down the street that just I didn't believe it. I really didn't believe it. I was like, Juan would not do that to her again. She called him and he got really upset on the phone. And he was like, I'm about to cuss these women out. Like, I appreciate you and love you. Like, don't listen to them, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> How do we know so, it's true? He admitted so to Robin it? actually was talking about it on her and Giselle's podcast. Okay. So I didn't get all the deets because she only gave all the details on her Patreon. And I'm like, Robin, girl, I'm not gatekeeping. Yeah, I'm not paying to listen to this. Everybody's going to leak you information anyway. It's fine. Right. But from what I was able to hear on her and Giselle's free podcast, um, basically, it sounds like it was around the pandemic that this truly happened. And he was bored and feeling neglected. And he was messaging with this lady on Instagram. Um, She didn't, I don't know that she shared in that podcast, because I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing. But apparently, there's some hotel receipt. Oh, in God. Question with his name on it. But she said, you know, he didn't like fly her out or anything like that. Um, She says that she's more than happy to discuss it further. Um, On season eight, she really didn't want to talk about it this season. But since it came out, she felt like she had to address it. Right. Um, And they did end up getting married. But that was a big reason why she was putting off the wedding. A lot of people weren't understanding why they had been engaged for three years, why they didn't set a date, why they Mm -hmm. didn't do this and that. And it sounds like she I don't want to say she doesn't care, but like she's not. She didn't sound upset. She wasn't crying. She wasn't angry. Yeah. Well, but, obviously it wasn't a deal breaker for her and it, you know, it, she didn't she didn't end the relationship over it. Yeah, which so, to me you know, that was a big part of the reason they got divorced the first time. One, they went bankrupt and two, <laughs> he was cheating on her. Um so to me it's one of those things like gosh, like it's obviously a pattern like this isn't the first time it happens. Yeah. And I'm just like, you got bored and lonely during the pandemic. Who the hell didn't? Right. 
that doesn't give you an excuse to go out holding hands. And I get it. Literally, the only thing we could do at that time was walk, go for walks. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) So it's like, so, okay, now that I think about it, I do kind of give him a pass at that point. (laughs) He walked on Georgetown because it's like, that's the only thing that we could do. (laughs) But still, you have the world at your fingertips. Like you could do, you had so many more means. And then also for those who are unfamiliar, like, Georgetown is not Manhattan. Like no. it literally is like, like one square mile. <laughs> yeah. The one main street that runs through it with all of the restaurants and whatever else is on there. So it's, yes. it, you are most definitely not trying Hiding. to fly under the radar. If no. you're walking around Georgetown holding some other lady's hand. No. And I'm like, if you're bored or need attention, you're locked in the house with your two kids and your wife. Why don't you go ask for attention from them? Right. They're there with you. So if you were in her position, I mean, would you go through with the marriage? What do you think? I mean, I like to say that I wouldn't because I feel like it's just a repetition of a bad pattern. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they've been together since they were in high school. They have two kids together. They've already been through a lot and gotten over a lot. So no negative judgment on Robin. Mm -hmm. I, as a bystander who has honestly never been through that situation um I don't think I would let it slide Mm -hmm. um but I can understand why it's difficult at this point to end it yeah I I definitely agree and I feel like that is a sign of our old age because Mm -hmm. you know when you're younger (laughs) it's like if you cheat on me like it is over Over. (laughs) but now that like you know as we got as we've gotten older it's like you know when you build a life with someone and you have children and you know you have this whole marriage Mm -hmm. like you can't I guess what I'm trying to say is that I've I find myself being a little bit more understanding when people don't leave cheating spouses Mm -hmm. to what you're saying like obviously this is like kind of an issue like if you're not in an open relationship like don't go around mm-hmm. working or anything that moves yes um but I I do kind of find myself understanding now like okay you know it's a lot to lose it's a lot to throw away right a lot to throw away and you would hope like at the end of the day that they still love each other and yeah sorry and mm-hmm. You know, so I can understand, but it's also, it's, it's personally hard for me to, to guess what I would do in that situation. Too. Right. That's how it's I feel. Like, it's like, once you lose trust, like, I know. Yeah. Especially with like someone on Instagram. Yeah. That like is like just some random thought on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> like everything with, um, you know, the Adam Levine drama that went down. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, they are, they appear to still be together, but that's the same Hmm. thing. Like, you are Adam. That was a little different to me. That was a little different. (laughs) You are going to say the most ridiculous things any human has ever said to Instagram thoughts. Yes. (laughs) And expect them not to post it or share it. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Oh my gosh. Like these girls have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And what do you think is going to happen for them if they release it? They're going to gain everything. I think the exact same thing when celebrities are acting a fool with either um, like 
strippers or any any type of like sex worker if you're gonna Mm -hmm. be a jerk to them they're going to they're going to tell people about it like right i saw this stripper the other day on twitter dragging lance armstrong because apparently he went to a strip club not too long ago and was just totally being a jerk to everybody i love it and she's just like i'm gonna because it's you know she's like it's like i'm gonna be open about it this guy treated me like a jerk like you are not a good person right because how many people are going to be paying her for interviews now oh my gosh i know and all of this of course i can't help but think about josh dogger and when the stripper press charges against him like obviously what like what did you think what right. did you think? Uh, like, those women do not care. Yes. Especially with the stripper. Like, maybe a prostitute, I could see you thinking, like, oh, she's not going to want to admit maybe, like, what she does for work. But these strippers, like, anybody or their mama can go see this lady at work. Like, she doesn't <laughs> care who sees her. Right. Like, she's do- she's probably posting, uh, watch me get ready to go to the strip club on TikTok. <laughs> so, like. Come hang out with me tonight. Exactly. Yes. They're like, I made $1,500 last night. Let's see how much I can make tonight. And they like come in every time and update you. They're like $600. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy watching them. I do enjoy when people go live and get ready and they're doing like, you know, a little ask me anything deal. I'm very intrigued. (laughs) That's like, I went to high school with this guy who was slash is a drag queen. And he oh. would go live when he would put on his drag makeup. I mean, it's a whole two and a half hour process. Yeah, it was I can like only imagine it was fascinating because all of it was very like different than what you like. It, it's more than just watching a woman like put her makeup on, like the things right. that he had to do. He would use like Elmer's glue stick. I have seen that on their eyebrows. Like, yes. Yeah. It's just fascinating. It, it is. Um. So, anyways, moving on. Speaking of Duggars. Yes, girl. Tell me about it. Miss Ginger Duggar, who is one of the older girls, she's not married and has two children. She released a book today. We're recording on the 31st. She she released a book, which by the way, this is her third book. Damn. And she's probably probably pushing 30. So So did they give a heads up about this book or did it just like drop and we were like, oh my God. No, I think they gave a heads up. I okay. think they gave a heads up. So for y'all who don't know, so the name of the book is, I hate it, the title. That is not, that would be the name of my book is I hate it. But <laughs> the name of Ginger Duggar Volo's book is Becoming Free Indeed, My Story of Disentangling Faith from Fear. So basically, I'm going to preface this by saying that she wears pants now. Oh, if you know anything about the Duggars, you know that that is hey. the the most sacrilegious if you're a woman. I mean, she might as well have publicly had an abortion. It, it might as well. I mean, it is just absolute unfathomable. <laughs> but she she actually lives in L.A. now. Okay. And she's with her mans and she just, 
kind of like you know influencer status obviously like writing books and stuff i think she and her man was have a podcast was her man of the religion or how did they so meet the thing is is that he is also very aggressively christian but okay. he was not raised in the same cult as she was gotcha okay so it all boils down to that the duggars were raised slash practice what's called the institutes of basic life principles iblp Mm -hmm. have you heard of this no it's basically like the most fundamentalist christians who believe in women wear pants you don't date people you court them meaning you like have to ask the woman's father for permission right i remember some of that on the show yeah you date with like the intent of marrying each other like Mm -hmm. day one of courting you're like are we talking about getting married (laughs) um like it's absurd um you know man is the head of the house Mm -hmm. um you know just very traditional duggars practices so if you know anything about the duggars that's what it is so basically she grew up in this belief um you know that if she wore pants she was going to hell but then as she got older she references learning a lot from one of her brothers-in-law who also did not grow up in the church has she revealed which brother-in-law it is he hasn't but there's only two choices okay it's either Derek Dillard or what's his face uh Ben Seawald we think it's Derek because Ben is still pretty aggressively Christian okay but anyway so Jeremy is like he is a pet her husband he's a pastor like very aggressive Christian okay but not the same type right right, so as they start talking ginger realizes that like you can be aggressive christian without thinking that if you wear pants you're going to go to hell you know what you go ginger that is growth (laughs) that is growth (laughs) that's on what growth exactly so i mean it actually sounds like kind of terrifying that she had to basically just unlearn all of this stuff that she had learned so i have a quote here that's that's like part of the description of the book Okay. She recounts how she began to question the unhealthy ideology of her youth and learned to embrace true freedom in Christ. So, you know, it's not straight up like atheism. Right. But it's her learning that like her, you know, what she grew up believing is just complete craziness. Now, somehow she still maintains a relationship with her family. That's that is what I was wondering. I was like, are they speaking to her? Like, how is this going? Now she's not nearly as close as some of the other, you know, the other uh, seventeen children, um, because she did move to LA with her mm-hmm. husband, and she's you know, living this different life. But she's the book. Like, it doesn't appear that she's just bashing her parents. Right. Right. I think she still like has a very uh like positive relationship with her parents now jill on the other hand jill duggar i think she's been excommunicated yeah kind of of a combo like she hates them and then they hate her kind of deal even though she's still cool with a lot of this a lot of the sisters but she talks openly about drinking alcohol has admitted to taking birth control she uh, can you believe i can't has a nose piercing I mean, she has just completely brought in Satan into her life. But also, she's kind of like Ginger, where she is still like maintain a very 
Christian lifestyle kind of deal. Okay. Um, but okay. Anyways, I, so Ginger isn't that, you know, far removed. Like she hasn't talked about drinking or alcohol or anything, but mm-hmm. it's interesting. Um, early reviews actually say that this book is boring as hell. Okay. <laughs> and that like, because she's not going full scorched earth right. on her parents, it's like, it's kind of the opposite of the Prince Harry book where it's yeah. like, it's like, why am I reading this? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll more than likely still read it just because I am intrigued. And have she you def- read her other books? No, I haven't. Well, the one book she wrote with the other sisters, I don't know, probably like 10 years ago. Oh, okay. And it basically is explaining all of their beliefs of like oh. courtship in life and like, because obviously their whole thing too is that like, women exist on this earth to get married and have babies it's like that's your whole point of existing so the whole book is about courtship because courtship is everything because it's the one-way ticket to exactly that's how you get what you want right or you know what you what you're supposed to do (laughs) Um, and then the second book was one that she wrote with her husband um who mind you is a very good looking man um which like good on you ginger um a book that they wrote together that's i think basically just like their love story even though they've been married for like eight years and like i don't know so like i said she definitely seems to be like in influencer land where i think Mm -hmm. they just are kind of like banking on trying to get money yeah (laughs) yeah so it's definitely not like they're still very much present but she has just kind of removed herself and um wears pants now well you know i can't support women wearing pants enough um probably one of my favorite things to wear especially the sweat kind i i do find interest in potentially at least reading a few excerpts from the book because you know Mm -hmm. it really is like i understand why people say it's boring but like for her it really is that dramatic right right well luckily for you actually if you go on people.com they already had a breakdown that was like six of the most shocking reveals from ginger's book which i mean they're like not really like that crazy honestly um but you could read those if you want okay i read them and i'm like okay great yeah it's like when spare first came out and i was like i already know like the biggest parts of the book right so they basically condense all of that and you know say like five of the biggest reveals or whatever um so you could read that in you know less than 10 minutes and that sounds like a good deal to me (laughs) the same result as if you read the entire book there you go that's what i love that's what i love a nice spark notes version if you will exactly so check that out um so moving on from one tlc fandom to another i've been keeping an eye on all of this sister wives cody brown drama for a while i thought no one cared so i haven't (laughs) said anything but basically this man is getting divorced like no one has ever been divorced before i mean his life is basically crumbling right before his very eyes yes um but it seems that you've recently taken an interest in the sister wives divorces tell us what you know yes so i would honestly say going from one cult to another oh yeah yeah, Um, yeah, for sure 
But so something that I actually didn't know was that Robin is actually the only one he is legally married to. Yeah, because he can only be legally married to one. I know, but wasn't she like the last one? Yes, she was the most recent one. And she actually is divorced herself, which right. was, all, I thought that would be the like a big deal, but it wasn't a big deal. And so yeah, she, she has kids. Yeah, she has two kids from that, from that former marriage. But yeah, it was, it, I, th- I think if I remember correctly, so he could only legally marry one. So he had, when they, they got married probably like 15 years ago, maybe, but she, you're right. She's the most recent wife. I think he had to marry her so he could have legal custody of her kids. Oh, okay. And so, so he just didn't marry the other ones because they didn't have kids that weren't his. No, the, he was legally married to them. He oh. had a, he had a divorce, whatever one he was married to. Oh, so to. he just kept divorcing when he added a new one. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Love that for him. So I forget who he was legally married to at the time when he married Robin, but yes. obviously you know i mean it's just (laughs) anyway so what i recently read about was that christine posted on her instagram about starting to date again since her and cody broke up she's moved to utah with miss truly who is 12 uh don't get me started on the name of their child but i digress (laughs) Um, but it was like, all of this was like kind of revealed like recently in an episode, like people really didn't know exactly how deep it went until this, like after season chat session. Yeah. Um, when Janelle also revealed that she had recently separated from Cody and then in the same episode, Mary also shared that she was separating from Cody. So literally Robin is the only one left at this point. Which everyone says that Robin is the only one he actually likes anyways. That's what I've heard too. So he like halfway doesn't care, but also like you ever heard of man losing three wives in one year? I know. And from what I read, it was actually in respects to mary at least cody was the one who asked to end their relationship okay interesting interesting i think i feel like with christine because she was the first one to go yeah i feel like i mean well first of all when you're married to four people how married actually are you like you basically are in 25 percent of a marriage so your marriages are obviously not going to be the strongest just because it's just like impossible. You can't, yeah. So I think like Christine and, and Cody were growing apart and then finally Christine just like pulled the plug and was like, we're like, what are we doing here? This but is like, over. Let's also be honest. Cody is a full on asshole. Oh yes, absolutely. How he got four women to marry him or even bear his children or live in a home near him. I will never understand. And so I I used to watch a lot of Sister Wives. I've kind of fallen off over the years, um, but I follow a TikToker who like is like 
the sister wives encyclopedia like she literally knows everything and so it's my understanding that things really hit the fan during covid mm-hmm. because you know they live they've they've had to like move around a few different places for legal reasons um but they they live on like these compounds right mm-hmm. like at one point they lived on like a cul-de-sac so they had okay. four houses on a cul-de-sac and you know cody would like go to a different one every night uh-huh. and then covid hits and apparently he was like hardcore. That doesn't COVID. surprise me one bit. Hardcore, like, and you know, being this is like part of their culture too. Is that like he's the patriarch? Like he gets to make all the decisions. Yeah. So he has four wives, a whole rack of kids. Like they oh. just have a giant family, and he's so strict. But the it was he was the type that like wipe down his groceries when yeah. they came from the garage <laughs> which like i people are legit like he wasn't the only yes. person who did that at the height of covid i'm like i'm yeah. not gonna shame him that much but it's also like you have a big ass family like you yes. can only do so much he was really really strict with covid and would like you would just straight up like not see his kids because he felt that they weren't they weren't following like the the rules for mm-hmm. the family and I think that that really just like set it all off. Yeah, and I think actually made his Robin preference like that much clearer too. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's like you at this point you basically are deciding like whose home are you gonna stay in? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So almost his whole deal of like moving around doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it it, it is crazy. One thing that is, like, kind of cool, well, I mean, not cool, but, like, <laughs> so the th- the three original wives, they were all really tight. Like, I don't think they... Right, yeah. You know, like, they were all cohesive. Right. They, like, I think they all worked really, re- really well together. Like, there's a really good understanding. And then Ms. Robin comes along. Ruined everything. And just, like, completely ruined the, the feng shui of the group. Well, when shit hit the fan with Christine, I think that really pissed off Janelle and Mary because mm-hmm. they were like, they legit like her. think of her as a sister. And they're yeah. like, you're treating my sister like trash, even though they say, you know, they try not to let like one marriage affect, affect their another. marriage. Yeah. They were like, okay, you're done. Like, <laughs> got a blast. Yeah. <laughs> So that, I mean, that's kind of cool, but also just like Robin just like completely ruined everything. And the the TikToker, like I mentioned, it's so funny. She calls her sobbing Robin. Oh my gosh. She cries all the time. I mean, I guess like something that I always thought was like kind of interesting about like bringing Robin in is like, let's be honest, the other three housewives all look alike housewives sister wives excuse me they all look similar they have like dirty blonde hair like pretty you know similar facial structure and then you bring in robin yeah she's like this vibrant brunette that like one already has kids too and they're just like she's been divorced she already has kids so now you're telling me that we have to take care of her kids who aren't even a part of our family right like what does like what is so great about this chick that you felt this was a good idea so I feel like she just came in like how are we supposed to like this woman and I think too that there was like a huge lag in between you know because it was like Christine Mary and Janelle like just chilling living their life 
And then I think Cody didn't marry Robin until like 10 plus years later. Oh. So, so much later that it's like, we were doing, we were doing so well. And yeah, like, right. you, the Lord called you to like, take another. Yeah. He said, you're bored. Take on another. Here, here's sobbing. Divorce sobbing. <laughs> Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the setup that, like, all three of the original wives and their kids, they had, like, different sections of the house or something, and then Robin had, like, a completely separate house? Yeah, the whole housing thing was definitely a situation. But, yeah, like, it used to work out well, because, you know, that that way, too, if they're all, like, under one house, like, it made – Cody was, like, more available to everybody Mm -hmm. versus, like, the separate houses, I would be, I, I, are these children old enough to start writing books and stuff? Cause I'm really interested to hear from their perspective, what it was like growing up this way. Yes. Actually, one of them recently said that it, it was a boy. I forget who one of them said that he like, just straight like, doesn't talk to Cody anymore. A lot of them are adults now. And okay. I think actually one of them is trans. Interesting. Well, I mean, when you have that many kids, you're going to have every type of individual that could be created on this planet. Like, just, just statistically, like he, he's going to have a, he's going to have bisexual children. He's going to have gay, lesbian, trans, all the feelings, everything. Because it's yeah. like when you're spreading that much genetic material around, of course, you're going to get variety. Right. Um, but yeah, a, a few of them have like you know opened up and obviously all of them are like going on the side of their mother yeah um so that's why i was surprised when you said that truly was 12 i definitely thought that she was older than that just because a lot of their kids are older but i could be wrong yeah she must have been a a late a late start (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of which i know that all of their um kids kind of have like crazy names too oh do they yeah I'll, i'll let me try to Ew, okay, I did not need to see a shirtless picture of Cody. I didn't need that. <laughs> didn't need that. Okay, so the the new the the new um the trans kid, his name is Leon. I believe it's a man now. It okay. was a woman, now a man. Okay, hold on. Can I just time out really quick? My freaking computer for some reason keeps thinking that my preferred search engine is Yahoo. And it is actually driving me up a wall. How are they even in business anymore? I don't know. Because they keep hacking my computer and they're like, no, you like Yahoo. And I swear to God, every time I get on my computer, I change it. And I'm like, no, Google. They're like, "Mm, no, you like Yahoo. (laughs) Yahoo needs your help, girl. Oh, also, by the way, did you know that Christine has a cooking show? Christine? Yeah. Oh, like Christine Brown. Oh, no, I did not know that. Yeah. I was like, so, what the hell is Christine? She <laughs> is she is an eccentric w- woman, which mm. I would like to see. And I feel like now she's living her best life that yeah. she is free from from the chains. She's out in Utah ready to start dating. <laughs> that is exciting for her. I mean, it said that like, you know, she lived for how long in an unhappy marriage, but and it's trying to date again at 50 when she's been married, married yeah. for so long. And I'm assuming they're, like, all still Mormon. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think, like, she has to marry a Mormon or, like, date Mormon men? I guess it depends on if she wants to stay that course or if she wants to try something new. 
if anything, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City taught us that, you know, once you've done something bad, you can leave pretty <laughs> easily. <laughs> That's true. All right. So here we go. Finally got a freaking list up. Goodness. Okay. So we have Leon. We have McKelty. M-Y-K-E-L-T-I. Okay. Are they Irish? Like how did, what? I don't know. It sounds <laughs> made up to me. Yes, for um, sure. Okay, and also, he has 18 children in total. Um, Next one is Peyton, P-A-E-D-O-N. Okay, they wanted to be different, not Peyton, Peyton. Peyton, Logan, fine. Okay, okay. Isabel with a Y, so it's Y-S-I-B-E-L. Okay. Um, Aspen, A-S-P-Y-N. Oh, of course, with a Y. I mean, come on, y'all. Gwendolyn. Okay. Okay. Dayton. Garrison. Hunter. Like Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Exactly. That would be the one. Okay. Dayton. Um, Miss Truly, who you love oh. so much. Named after the beverage. <laughs> the beverage because they're Mormon and they drink so much. <laughs> um, Sol Solomon. Um, Gabriel, Ariella, and Aurora. Okay, there's there's one or two sprinkled in there that aren't terrible. But, you know, honestly, there's nothing that I find more annoying. And I'm sorry if this is offensive to people. I'll just go ahead and apologize. <laughs> but, like, if you have a regular name and your parents are trying to spell it all freaking different, like, like Isabel. If is, yes, if your name is Ashley and your parents were like, let's spell it A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. No, 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 no no or yep. Casey and they're like trying to spell it all different ways like that is a regular name that is a common name spell it the way it's supposed to if you want to give your kid a unique name then do that you don't need to spell a regular name different yeah I will say as as someone who has a name that can be spelled multiple different ways it is a pain in the ass when I have to spell people when I have to spell my name to people and people misspell it all the time still somehow. I can't imagine, like you're saying, when you say, my name's Ashley, one spelling pops into my head. Exactly. But then you tell me it's not spelled that way? It could be L-E-E-L-E-I-G-H. It could be, Lord knows what these people have come up with. Yeah. L-E-A, maybe. I mean. Yeah. Just be normal. Exactly. If you're going to give them like, and there's nothing wrong with naming your kid a basic name like Ashley. That's fine. If you like it, do it. But if you're going to name your kid something basic, just spell it basic. Like what's right. the point? Make their lives easier. Exactly. Ugh. Isn't that the whole point of being a parent? Right. Don't make their life hard. All right. So moving on, I want to ask you about this show that I know has been on for a long time, but I really know nothing about it. And I know that you recently jumped back into it. And that is Moonshiners. Yes, 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 yes. First of all, how did you even like reignite this Moonshiners uh, love affair? Honestly, my boyfriend definitely did that for me. I don't know if it was like we were just watching tv and there was like an episode on or something and so we started watching it and realized it was on hulu so we started binge watching it um but i want to bring awareness to the moonshiners because it is just such great wholesome tv like i know people hear it and they're like 
oh, it's just people making illegal alcohol in the woods. No, it's not. You learn a lot about these people and their lives and they're just like the relationships that they build and like they just really all care about each other and it really is just a good time. Like you meet their families, you see them with their kids. Like you see some of them go to jail and you see them come out of jail and then you see them go back to jail. And it, it's it happens. Just like, exactly. But it's like real life. It's like real people from, and maybe I do resonate a little bit more with it because it's literally about where I'm from. <laughs> Um, there's people from Danville, there's people from Franklin County, there's people from Pennsylvania County, like literally it all, we all know Franklin, if you know anything about moonshine, you know, Franklin County is OG moonshine country. And that is basically where I'm from. So it's in the roots. And that's why you like Real Housewives of Potomac is because you've been to all these places. Exactly. I've been to Oz, so I am the real housewives of potomac right right so i i do agree that like people hate on it but i have one question what is the difference between moonshiners and like duck dynasty it's the same thing you know we don't hate on duck dynasty why they hate on moonshiners i don't think was duck dynasty making alcohol no that's how that's how tim smith says it on say it again alcohol I, I this poor man he says so many words differently different not not wrong just different right like he he was trying to say businessman and he said businessman <laughs> and he's like i'm just ready to make some alcohol <laughs> that's how thousand pound sister is like they say words and it's like so close like being actually how you say it yes. so like you know what they're trying to say yes. it's like I don't know. You, you're missing a syllable, or you like added a syllable. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, on Duck Dynasty, they made duck calls, and oh. so that's how they got hella rich. But it was just like about their, you know, their family and them being, you know, yee yee. So I just imagine Moonshiners being the same thing. Like you know, it's just a backcountry family trying to get that bag. It is similar, I guess. Like people hate on them because, like, technically making moonshine is not legal. Um, they do kind of like show, like, one of the guys does end up going legal, and so you see him like growing his business. He goes to Poland and Ireland oh, and wow. Alaska and all this stuff. Climax moonshine. Um, I don't know if moonshine, like traditional corn moonshine, is an acquired taste or not. Um, it was disgusting. Um, I'm so sorry, Tim. I'm so sorry. I love you, Pennsylvania County for life. I love you so much, but um, disgusting. Like, uh, even just thinking about it right now is making me want to vomit. But um, and they also teach you a lot about, like, the history of moonshine and, like, making alcohol and, like, how things got here. Like, apparently, our very first president was a huge moonshiner. He George actually, Washington? Yes, girl. He actually op- like turned Mount Vernon into a distillery. Oh, wow. Yes. He drinking the hooch, huh? Oh, yes. And he was selling it and everything. He was having a good old time. Interesting. Um, okay. But it's also fun to see them like make new flavors and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, you know, there's Mark and Digger who learned from one of the most famous 
um, moonshiners of all time, Mr. Popcorn Sutton, who, you know, I really admire the way he went out. The police were ready to come catch that ass. They were ready <laughs> to put him in jail. And he said, no, ma'am, spam, ham, and just took his own life. Oh took it into his own hands. I'd rather be pushing daisies. Exactly. That's exactly what he said. But they've made like, um, like key lime pie flavor and like, mm, good. you know, cherry vanilla. Like, you know, they come up with these creative flavors and just seeing like the partners dynamics and like Tim who went legal, he brings his son on the show. So I'm just really trying to expand the audience. Like it really is just good, wholesome television. Like, yeah. There are parts that make you laugh. There are parts that make you cry because they have so many sweet old old men moonshiners on there. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, they unfortunately, you know, they do pass on to the great beyond. Um, but it's just so, it's just so nice to see like the relationship building and the bonds and all that. So yeah. I just wanted to, you know, share it with our audience, encourage them to watch it, maybe help those moonshiners make a little more cha-ching with more viewers <laughs> so if you're tired of watching real housewives mm -hmm. and sister wives and all these other dramatic ass tv shows exactly if you want to see stills getting blown up if you want to see polices pulling people over for moonshining <laughs> i mean all of it's there cars getting blown up so it is on hulu is that right Yes, it might be an add-on through Hulu, but it's okay. definitely on Discovery Plus because it's on the Discovery Channel. Say less. Exactly. I'm telling you, you'll be so invested in these people's lives, you'll think it's your own family. It's crazy. Did you start from the beginning or did you start from a later season? Started season one, episode one, honey. So you are like in this for the long haul. Exactly. We will be watching moonshiners until we die in our nursing homes hopefully next to a moonshiner <laughs> i mean i know i'm almost like should we learn how to moonshine just so we can help them pass on this tradition right yeah i mean it's a <laughs> cultural it's a cultural thing exactly thank you for allowing me this time to plead my case to the people for moonshiners thank you for indulging us that was wonderful <laughs> Um, so before we go, I did want to give just my quick spare update. Yes. Um, the book Spare by Prince Harry. I'm officially 44% done. Girl, you've been busy. Um, so it's it's a marathon for sure. I'm at the point right now where he so I don't know if you remember this, but Harry joined the army and he uh -huh. actually this was during the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, and he actually was deployed a few times. Um which so everything in the book i quickly learned everything in the book goes back to the media and his hatred mm -hmm. of the media and his mm -hmm. hatred of like being followed and being photographed and everything so when he graduated high school i don't think he went to college i don't think mm -hmm. um he wanted to pick a job that would allow him to, to like not be in the public eye and then so he joined the army and you know he goes to basic training and like no one gave a fuck about who he was and yeah. so the the war begins and he wants so badly to be like shipped off to afghanistan Damn, okay <laughs> because to like get away from the media uh-huh and so at first they're like, eh, no, like that's a security risk. Like someone's going to kidnap you and like either kill you or like ask for ransom. ransom. <laughs> and 
<laughs> they're like okay yeah good point <laughs> uh, but then eventually they do find a way to like get him to go to get him deployed you know but then of course it, be- it does become a security issue because like the taliban does find out where he is mm. and everything um so it- he's saying all this and i'm like damn like the media is that bad that for you that you would rather go to afghanistan <laughs> than like spend the rest of your days just locked up and like can't see palace <laughs> like okay oh man um, but at at the time, he also was dating a girl who was South African, and she like also hated the media, so they had to go through like really great lengths like to be able to see each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say though is that a lot of people have very strong opinions about Meghan Markle. Yes, and you know I definitely have opinions about her. I wouldn't say strong. Um, I think she's cornball. I think yeah. that she. I don't love her. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not here to talk shit on her. Like, you know, I don't actually know the woman. You do you. Yeah. What I will say, though, is that through the course of both watching the Netflix documentary and listening to the audiobook, I trust Harry. And what I mean by that is that I think he is a legit, genuine person. He tells mm-hmm. the truth. I think he's a good person. I think mm-hmm. that he, like, does the right thing. And that in turn has affected my opinion of Meghan Markle because I'm like, he's a good person. He wouldn't be married to her if he, yeah. if if she wasn't a good person. Right. You know, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about just like his honesty, especially in the book. That like his honesty just makes me really trust him. And like, you know, he, a big part of um it, this like got a lot of attention before the book came out mm-hmm. was that he went to some party in the 2000s dressed in a nazi costume oh and of course it was photographed and he addresses it in the book and okay. like i think he like he addresses it head on he's like my bad i fucked up like that was so insensitive like he doesn't make excuses and stuff and i think he he genuinely like when it you know about he like talks about race and stuff and i think he genuinely is like trying to learn and how to you know be aware of your like check your privilege kind of thing so um, is he saying like he like when he did it he just didn't understand that that would be a problem or i i i guess he's just he's saying that he just like didn't think of it you know mm-hmm. it, it's and he definitely didn't get it off like the sorry i'm sorry i got caught vibe yeah it's like yeah that was fucked up like i did it first of all like i didn't mean to hurt anybody but second of all now i know that i did and it was messed up and i was totally in the wrong and i'm sorry and then another thing too i didn't it's also much different like him growing up in britain like their relationship like their their race relationships are different than they are in the united states mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, they have a lot of people who are uh, from Pakistan who live in Britain and there's like a really long history there. Well, he on a video, he like was deployed with a guy who was from Pakistan and he called him his Paki friend, <laughs> which apparently is like a slur and is like a super offensive thing to say mm-hmm. to someone who's from Pakistan. Yeah. And in the, in the audiobook he's talking about he was like i had just heard that term my whole life growing up i had no idea that it was like a slur i had no idea that it was derogatory i know that now and i'm really sorry that i said that you know 
I can so I nice. can I can understand that one, but I just really <laughs> no, I just really cannot and I'm not trying to give Harry a hard time. I'm really not. But I just can't understand in in any context where you were like wearing a Nazi uniform is a good idea. <laughs> I just and I'm glad that he apologized, but I'm just like, are you that? He claims too that like apparently it was to some it was a themed party. Uh-huh. That was a thing. And I I forget what the theme was, but he was like Nazi. having trouble finding. <laughs> We're throwing a Nazi themed party. Oh my God. You want to get canceled quicker than a New York minute? Throw a Nazi party. Anyway, Um, I'm so sorry. He claims that he didn't have a costume for the party. And that William was actually the one who, like, he, like, got the costume. was like, here, I got this costume for you. <laughs> so oh, bro, that was mustache. some kind of sick joke. And he even, like, got a mustache and, like, cut it into, like, being, like, a Hitler-shaped mustache. <laughs> I am shocked that he was able to recover from this, is what I must say. Honestly, it doesn't surprise me that William would... um think of something like that i don't know he gives me nazi vibes i don't know um but the fact that he did that to his brother man i understand why they're not tight that's fucked up (laughs) damn so i mean if you're interested i'm sure the pictures are out there somewhere could you imagine telling like one of your sisters like (laughs) i have this themed party i have to go to like can you please help me and they're like here's a fucking nazi uniform could you imagine like this dude is not that much older than us. No. And where do you get one? It, why did he have one? Exactly. <laughs> that is my point. Why did they have one on hand? It wasn't homemade. It was like, oh yeah, we have one right here. <laughs> They're like, oh, here's great grandfather's Nazi uniform. Like, <laughs> why don't you wear that to this party? Come on. That is nuts. Mistakes were made for sure. Oh, he even yes, they were. <laughs> to make it even like so. He says that William got him the the you know, the costume, whatever. This was actually when William and Kate first started dating, and so mm-hmm. Kate was there too. And he even mentioned like after he cut this mustache up to be in the shape of a Hitler mustache, that Kate laughed at it. So he's like throwing her under the bus too. Damn, he just said, let me take them all out. With one- <laughs> it's like, that takes, in my opinion, you took everybody, including yourself, out. That's just, I mean, come on. So, I mean, I feel like this is actually a terrible example of me trying to say <laughs> that I, like, trust him and his judgment. But I, I trust his judgment in 2023, I guess, is what yes. I'm trying to say. That it's like, I think he's a good person. I think that he, you know, recognizes... <laughs> he recognizes his faults. his faults yes his heirs um and so for that reason i'm like okay well then he seems like a good guy he wouldn't have married megan markle if she truly was just like awful awful and just like here for the clout yeah but i well, don't thank know you for that update you certainly provided me with a good <laughs> laugh <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad at harry's expense but i mean he put it out there. 
he put it out there and maybe you just shouldn't have worn it my dude maybe you shouldn't have (laughs) (laughs) now that you think about it yeah Mm. so anyways that's what i have to say about that 44 percent through um but it's good you like it you would recommend it it's good i mean he part of it it's so it's all about the media and it's all about his mom right so everything he talks about you know when he talks about being in the army he's just like i'm just glad that it was something that i could do that would like get me to stop thinking about my mom kind of Mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. so he just like dove into the army with both feet and so where where i'm at right now when he's talking about the army and he like wanted to fly helicopters and stuff he's like getting really technical about like you know how he was like an air traffic controller and how he learned how to fly a helicopter and i'm like and he's just talking about yeah like all these and i'm like i'm happy for you like that's great because he he says that like the first time he ever landed a plane was like the happiest day of his life and i'm like happy for you but like what is that tiktok sound now where it's like i don't want the recipe to your mom's that's how i feel right now i'm like harry we don't want the recipe and then spoiler i already know that like you know the juiciest bits of his story aka like the last you know less than five years Mm -hmm. it's it's like the tiniest part of the book yeah like he kind of just like glosses over it like okay yeah then i like moved and like left my family and you know (laughs) i said fuck them and left (laughs) but what i'm gonna do is spend an hour going into great detail about all of my physical training that I had to do before I had to go to Afghanistan. And you're going to like it. Yeah. And he talks about how he got, uh, what's it called? A frostbite on his penis. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That could have been left out. Thanks, Harry. (laughs) That could have been in a, in the deluxe edition or something. If you're trying to make us forget about the Nazi uniform, we're not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nice I'm not try. Gonna, you and your frostbitten penis. No. Not so a good maybe he could have used that as an excuse. Like all the blood was going to my, my frostbitten penis. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about a lot of thoughts in my brain. <laughs> the ramifications of wearing a Nazi costume. Oh, oh my God. Well, I'm I'm glad that at least most of it is good. Um and I'm honestly very proud of you for being as far along as you are because I know it's so long. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do I do enjoy it. I like to listen to it when I cook and when I shower. And but obviously I have some work to do because dead ass, I I think the, I, I rented it from the library. So I think I only have like a week or so left to listen to it before they snatch it back you know like because it's just on an app on my phone so like i have to finish it before the library snatches it back so oh man it may be we may be getting into some one half speed time because (laughs) i I really want to crank pick up the pace harry (laughs) for real just skip 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 skip. so anyways that's what i gotta say on that um so again i look forward to following up about it next week and then also next week um i don't know if a lot of y'all have been following the Murdoch trials taking place in south carolina i gave cassie a little synopsis before we started recording it's very interesting trial well we're in week two of the trial i think it's okay. estimated to take like six weeks mm-hmm. so we're just getting started so i'm hoping next week we have a lot of very awesome evidence and testimony to go through so 
hopefully next week if y'all are interested i'll get into divulging you a little bit on the murder trial the murder murder case i truly am interested so i'm looking forward to it all right well that's my homework so i'll get on that perfect twist my arm make me watch crime (laughs) you have to do it Kristen. all right well do you have anything else that you like to talk about before we get out of here I think the people are probably tired of hearing us gab at this point. <laughs> They're counting down the seconds until next Wednesday. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're like enough of this episode. All right, y'all. Well, thanks as always for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please drop a five-star review. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And if you don't already, I don't know what you're doing. Follow us on Instagram at GossipGirliesXO. Because things do be happening over there and you don't want to miss it. Exactly. And don't forget, we do have all of our podcast episodes on our YouTube channel, which is just at Gossip Girlies. Check it out. It makes it a little bit more fun to see our faces, to see our expressions. You know, I'm trying to be fancy with my video editing and add Mm -hmm. some fun audio and visual content. So don't forget to look at that. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening, and we look forward to catching up with you next week. Bye. Bye.